and we're back welcome back to another practice makes perfect podcast your host here most deep face when you guys another episode this week this is a very special episode as we are keeping our promises fortnite fam uh esports fam everyone that listens in everyone that downloads for those guys that are reading the title that's right we have a feature this month this week and that is going to be the big immature gamer himself immature is someone who has had a wonderful i'd say you know uh esports and in general gaming career across not only fortnite but i'm sure other titles that we're going to get to jump into as far as his history goes and it is with my pleasure to introduce of course john rush and immature gaming to the podcast um matt can you uh just say what's up to the people at home man oh how's it going man thanks for that intro crazy man uh happy to be here yeah my name is matthew matthew zanazo or i go by immature immature gamer um in the space um i've been you know i started we can get into that like how i started into the gaming space but yeah i've been in fortnite for five years ever since creative came out um and um i've amassed over half a billion play- actually it's probably close to about close to a billion plays now actually i've massed with all of my projects i've been on and i've had a very successful career in fortnite creative um and yeah man, i'm happy to yeah. dive into it and we love it and we love to see creators like you winning creators like you uh finding success especially in fortnite this is the perfect space i think for all of us to talk to it as most of our listeners actually come from fortnite um however over the last year we've really built this new footprint across uh you know just just gaming and news in general john my boy you yeah. are the producer of the episode of course <laughs> uh constantly making sure things look good things sound good so what's up bro hey man this is this has been a great year we're, just, we're pumped to have matt it's always good when we have uh the guests on and we get to get to crack into the origin stories matt i can't wait to hear about the origin of the name i want you to name drop the maps that we would probably know <laughs> about they got those have the you know and we want to unlock some of the secrets you know we, we we've had some some friends on here like archie um, who else have we had? We've had some great, um, great guests. Um, yeah, and- I mean, over over the years, if you guys listen way back, you'll find old episodes with Vivid, with Dr. Lupo, with we've had so many, uh, you know, features over the years. And then at some point or another, I took on the reins by myself. Shout out to all the original listeners that remember my boy, Too Loud TX, who helped build this thing with me from the ground up. Uh, but now we're fast forward to and we're finally in a position where I think I think John and I got it on the control. So we're going to be bringing back features. If there's anyone you want us to bring on, let us know. And but, we're video. You see us right now. You see us. True. We here. whether you're watching on YouTube, on X, hit us up. Maybe this made its way onto TikTok. Probably not. Who knows? You know, but we're, <laughs> we're, we're glad to be here. So so let's start there, though. Uh, Matt, Immature Gamer, I want to. Let's begin with your name, man. Everyone has a a fun story behind the name. (laughs) You have a pretty fun name, I feel like. So let's talk about it. All right. Yeah. So, I mean, this one's kind of easy, but but my first gamer tag, though, and I want to hear your guys' first gamer tag because that's always fascinating to me. But it was like my name, like Matt ZNP. It was very boring. So pretty lame. But like I kind of, you know, I started in my content journey and Honestly, I think my name, I really would, would pro- maybe redo this in some some sense because it might have <laughs> hurt me grow because a lot of people see immature, immature gamer. Um, my my logo is a finger, my, with my no- uh, finger in my nose. So That's it awesome. may have hurt me a lot of the ways. But the reason I came up with it was actually when I started like my first gaming channel, I wanted to actually be like show there was a stigma around gaming and immaturity, right? And that, you know, that's, that's just a long time ago, but 
it's not there anymore. But I was kind of like, look, you can be an adult. You can make video video games um, a career in some sense. I didn't realize I was going to make it a career at that time. But you can make content and you can be mature and still have some fun. So that was kind of the idea of it. But um, I get a lot of people thinking that that's actually like, you know, my brand is being, being, being immature. And I have dabbled in some of those, that content before. And let me tell you, it doesn't really work out. People, as much as we think farts in, are funny and all that stuff, the mass audience don't. So I, I yeah. dial it back a little bit. I'm still um, immature, right? But it- and listen, let me let me be the first to tell you my name. If if I can find success with a name like Monster <laughs> D Face, I'll let you do the do the math here and yeah. do the do the thought process behind this. But so many people think that you know my name comes from something derogatory or negative. In fact, my first username was also it had my name incorporated. It was like Javi Hav something. Um, <laughs> but however. When I got into like gaming and, you know, as I kind of grew into into the space, this username, Monster Deface, actually deface like defacing property. I'm a graffiti artist. I'm a, I'm a uh... fantastic artist. I'm actually so sick with it. And I was infamous Man, in New talents, York. Bro. Yeah, yeah. This, this is one people this is one thing people don't know. So when I jumped onto Twitch, the platform, and I had to punch something in, by that t- by that time, I was already known as the monster defacer. Like because I was defacing things. Uh, so I, I just condensed it down. It became Monster Deface. And I jumped on the Twitch platform. I never thought I'd find success. If I could go back yeah. in time and change it, I probably would. Um, <laughs> however, I am a professional Fortnite commentator, and they've accepted this name, even though most people literally never connected on. So Mama, we made it. That's my, that's my fun story. John, what about yourself, man? Yeah, I mean, like, I can't, bro, like back, if you're talking like when I was eight and 10, computer, like, <laughs> I, I, can't, I think it was like my first AOL, I remember is like, which is first like instant messenger was like cheese man, 35, just like real oh, innocent. Gosh. But then like my, my prime, like world of Warcraft character's name was named Crunkness. It's a night okay. of Druid on the Crush Ridge server and, uh, ha- had some good times there. And then like when I was competing in MLG and stuff, it was Maulin, but it looked like M-A-U-L, like a bear. But mm. with an N at the end, but people would always call me Mulan. And so then I like initially, like I just dropped it. And then, and then when I was starting to make content again, I was like, man, do I go back to that? And I realized one of my former students took it. So they just have Mulan. Mm. And I'm like, so W key was born. Uh, my middle initial is uh, William. So WW key, my last name is Rush. I kind of full send things. I leave with my head. Um, but not like, I mean, not my brain, my head. So yeah, that's, <laughs> that's it. Well, uh, yo, that, that, that's pretty sick. I think we all have a, a pretty fun story behind how we got our usernames, uh, immature gamer. Let's, let's start jumping into your history a little bit here. You, you said that you've been in Fortnite for about five years, but I want to go, I want to go before that. Like at what point did you jump into, I guess, online becoming a creator in general, or were there interests in other games, other titles? So yeah, where does, where does the story begin for immature gamer on the internet essentially, but more importantly, your interest, like your gaming interest before them? Yeah, uh, totally. So um, I kind of, I mean, obviously we can go way back from when we all start like, like I think first person shooter wise would have been like, um, you know, uh, Oh my gosh, James Bond, like uh uh Goldeneye. Uh, Golden Golden yeah. I got it. Okay, Goldeneye. Wow. I haven't thought about that game in a minute, but Goldeneye, like four split screens with my friends, like addicted, addicted. Um, 
and then kind of you know obviously there's some some other shooters in there but um where i really got into i think competitive gaming was would be halo 2 so halo halo oh, 2 came oh dude that bxr dog that yy dude <laughs> Dude, I I actually the only gaming besides five of this Fortnite memorabilia, but I have my only poster I still hold is a Halo Two gaming poster because that's hey. like where it all started, dude. I, I was in line at GameStop at midnight just, um, and I remember I had like a fifty foot like coax cable from like our my like the computer room to like the living room, like trying to get <laughs> get a connection. But that was the first time I actually got to experience like online gaming at that wasn't like super laggy or super like it was it was playable um and i just got addicted man i i remember like i i i i knew there was something there and this was the time for you matt oh let me see what does he got oh man he's even bringing the the props we got a br for for youtube and twitter sake this is a prop weapon from halo (laughs) a model full (laughs) scale battle rifle this is the de- degeneration. Dang. Dude, I I mean I was I was I re- what stinks is I didn't like people I think like isn't that kind of what I think Ninja kind of came up with that game mm-hmm. too, but I didn't know about making content. I think you YouTube I don't even know if it was around at that time. Um but like to find but like I just remember coming home every day and just playing for hours and I would but I was real I actually got I didn't know I was good, but I would just destroy lobbies. Like I I would not die i would get 25 eliminations without dying but like i didn't know you didn't even know that was good at the time you're just like okay you know whatever next game but so halo was the first like addiction and i knew then like there's something here and there was no path though at that time for either content or professional gaming you were either like you know lands or like i think in college like the next few i was kind of starting college at this time you could like there was like for 20 bucks, you go play in these little tournaments. Like there was nothing. Um, so anyway, life happens. I, I got to actually start. Um, I started a normal job and working all those things that come with it. And um, my gaming kind of slowed down for a while. Um, but I got really got into the next game that I, you know, Halo, Halo's always kind of had me still for a while, but not, not like originally Halo two, but then Call of duty came out and um now most people are, are gonna think this is crazy but like for I, for I remember trying like black ops and those games for just a little bit and i would get absolutely destroyed and i couldn't even play that it wasn't even fun but call of duty ghost which i i know a lot of people have their mixed feelings about that game got me addicted to call of duty um and it actually was gun game i was not ranked number three in the world in call Let's of go? duty ghost for gun yeah. game which whatever that's a like a weird stat right okay like gun game um but then searching i started kind of dabbling with search and destroy and that's where things got got like started taking off so i think after call after ghost was was it it wasn't was it advanced warfare that sounds right that feels right I couldn't tell you. I'm like a Modern War II baby, and then I jumped to Black Ops, and I don't yeah, know. Yeah, because then because it hit it hit uh, jetpacks after that, I believe. Yes, after and Ghost. so so now you're pro- people might turn this turn off the podcast after I say this. So hopefully not. <laughs> I'm a jetpacker. I hate okay. Call of I hate boots on the ground Call of Duty now. Ooh. Yeah, so, but take, but that, but but I feel like Ghost is hated way more than jetpacks. Like Nade shots peak, Nade shots pinnacle, like. 
optic coming into themselves was really advanced warfare that whole thing for sure for so that's sure. you and that's dude, how you came up yes so my first so this will get into how my content journey started but dude so mlg was back then uh game battles i started you know playing Semi-pro is not the word, but whatever. I, I was okay. I, I would get destroyed a lot, but I was playing for some money and I was, okay. I was all right. I would pub stomp for sure. But I started, um, you know, really getting Call of Duty and playing and wanting to take it seriously. Um, Advanced Warfare, love that game. One of my favorite games in the world, actually. But next came Black Ops 3. And so this is where Nade shot. I think he had the H that B. I know people are just screaming right now. I can't remember the gun, but that's where he kind of gets crap for using that gun in 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 play in tournament. He, but he picked he picked the off meta gun and he yeah. like and 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 because uh, it was the AR right. Everyone was using that SMG and that it was, was the, the HBR. The, I'm pretty yeah. sure is the gun yeah. he used, which which was a good gun. I, it was he sh shouldn't get as much hate as he did, but anyway, yeah. So um, Black Ops Three came around, and that's when I made my first video. So I I um I actually did a a a 1v6 search and destroy clutch. I eliminated the whole lobby by myself and um and I won that round. It was a pub, but I actually I actually was recording at this time. And I was like, "Oh, I have something cool I recorded. Let me post it." So I started my immature YouTube channel and I actually actually um posted the video and I got 2000 views on my first video yeah. channel. Um, yeah, I'm looking at it right now, dude. It's legendary. Oh, it's, so it's, it's legendary. So embarrassing, Why do you have that still up? <laughs> oh, for real, dude. I'm pretty sure every, like, I got like a free editing software and every transition that was free I used. Like, it's embarrassing to look back at now. But look, this is like six, seven years ago. Mm. Um, we we all evolve, and and that's a good lesson for anybody who's who's listening and wanting to start thinking about starting. Like you're gonna suck, and that's fine. It's just every time I'm I made hundreds of videos, and over time I just got better and better. So yeah. Um, so so okay. So you start with Call of Duty. You get your first dopamine hit, a couple thousand views. I can absolutely relate to that. My first video I did with no audio on. It was a Clash of Clans video. And I just put um, uh, Glitch Mob, some music in the background. And yeah. essentially, I was doing like a balloon attack. And uh, that video got like 10,000 views. And I didn't even appreciate how like, like what is 10,000 views? Yeah. And at the time, I also didn't realize I SEO'd the video, how to do a balloon attack strategy. Like, you know, I didn't even realize what I was doing. So it makes sense as why like anyone that was kind of interested in like this weird mobile game would go click it and yeah. watch it. And those are my first videos. And I always had that like tutorial knack in me. Uh, so you post a, a content piece that you were proud of. Uh, obviously, you know, a little clutch. We, we all we all could see that happening. Heck yeah. At what point do you kind of take that and you say, wait a second, um, I, I can like create content and generate views. Was it that video or did the inspiration kick in later when you said like Fortnite comes around and you're like, holy crap, I'm also now into this. Obviously, we all got, a, you know, really hooked on that game early on. Was it at that moment where you're like, I'm so fixated, I'm doing this all day, I might as well make videos? Like, is was it that your turning point? A, l a little. I I don't think that was the turning point yet. Um, on like taking it, you know, my, I had a really good job beforehand mm. too. So like, it was like, sure, we all, and it's still today's. Everyone's like, I want to be a content creator. That's how I'm gonna. I'll be a millionaire. This that right. Sure, <laughs> I had those ideas at that time probably. Um. 
But the truth is the same thing that happened to me is I didn't realize 2000 views. Like, I just thought that was normal. I didn't know that was normal, not normal with my first video. And that was mm, that's yep. not normal at all. Um, and, and so it was a rough go from after, after that, right? So all these videos I was making, and, and again, I made videos that I think for myself that I thought were cool. And that is not, <laughs> that's not how content works. You know, you need to make videos for the people you want that, that want to watch them. So, and yep. that, lesson took me way too long to learn um at first but so how you know fast forward um i stuck with it though for a little bit for a few years i was just making you know whatever gameplay walkthroughs some tips and tricks here and there um some of the videos did good some whatever but you're right so fortnite came around and my editing is getting a lot better um and i it was free game one of my friends was like hey go play you know want to come play fortnite with us i was like i think i forgot what call oh World War II, Call of Duty World War II was out. And that game, it was... Vanguard, mid. right? Or World, no, or actual was, World War II. It was World War II. Oh, yeah, it came out after Black Ops 3. Yeah, yeah, 2017. Out, yeah. Yes. So, and, that, and Fortnite came out right at the, that time, like the, the beta. And my friends like, go check this out. And so besides like Gears of War, I'm not really a third-person shooter fan. Mm. Uh, um. And so I started, you know, whatever. I couldn't really, you know, I was like, this is all right. It's kind of fun, but I don't know. It didn't give me like that feel just yet of, of Call of Duty. Um, but I kind of stuck with it and I actually made like a tips and tricks video on Fortnite or whatever. And it did really well. Like my, yeah. I started seeing my channel like really like Fortnite. Um, so I doubled down a little bit on that. Um, and then this thing, Fortnite Creative came out. Um, and so this is kind of where it all started. And um, I it back. So back then Fortnite creative comes out. And I think it was like within a year of when Fortnite was released. And when it when it was released, it was only released to like, um, big influencers like Nick, a I remember watching Nick a 30. Um, he got early access and he with his community made something and I, I remember looking like, well, that's cool. But like, no, who's this is who's doing this? No one's gonna be Fortnite creative this is a lot like this is nothing like, like, why, why would that. anyone do this <laughs> yeah. like i want to play Fortnite battle royale like who's going to come in creative this is silly um but um you know long story short this it kind of like um how how i jumped into it was where i worked i used to work in alaska so i used to work for one of the largest oil companies in the world and my internet was really bad um so Fortnite was really tough to play but Fortnite creative i could actually build in and so um, I, again, as a, my competitive nature, I wanted to get better at the game. And so you guys will probably remember this. I love, a lot of people don't remember like the history of Fortnite. So this is kind of fun for me to talk, talk because cool. remember, so maybe I'll just tee you up and let's see. So what were the first 1v1s in Fortnite? Well, you would, you would go to like literally Moisty Meyer uh, farm mats and just fight on the swamp. Like, yeah, or tilted, or tilt, whatever. Or, or you tilted, kind, yeah, yeah. You kind of want to go center. You try because you have to. If the storm comes in, you're done. You got to start yep. over. So yeah, that's kind of the first one v ones were were that. And so, um, you know, I, I started making practice maps because I wanted to get better. Why mm. I couldn't play? And so some of my first maps were edit aim maps. Um, mm -hmm. and I posted it, 
And I, by the way, I didn't even have a code. So I couldn't even, I was, I told people in like, Hey, if you want to play this, I'll leave my lobby open. You can join my party. You oh, can play my map. Wow. You know? I couldn't okay. even share a code back then. Um, there's also at this time too, there, there's no money to be made. And there's not, like, at least I didn't realize, but, and there really wasn't at this time. It was very new to make money in creative. So this was all just for fun. Um, and for me, it was all for content. I didn't care about that. I'm just making YouTube videos and you know, that's, that's what my focus was. So, um, it, anyway, so I started playing, uh, or uh, catch back up. So what I was, uh, so you, you started jumping into creative, you kind of, you had this bad internet in Alaska, which allowed you to, oh, yeah start to change your focus right because obviously you still wanted to create you wanted to play but how did you do it effectively yeah. so you start making maps totally so i made these maps um and one of the videos hits a hundred thousand views Dang. On, on one of my maps and i'm like oh there's something here and it was this 1v1 ultimate 1v1 map and um it, it ended up actually like on reddit this is old school but reddit i would post and i was on the grind back then i would post wherever i could um, someone out from Epic. So I made this like little aim trainer with ball ballers. Just re just came out in the Adam. I made a little silly aim trainer and then someone at Epic. Hey, do you want to code? And I'm like, I literally was like, I forgot what I said, but like, this isn't real. I didn't think they were a real person. <laughs> so, but thankfully it was a real person. I got my code and I could start sharing, but, um, you know, just to fast forward and how this journey went. So I started really focusing on making maps and then one V one, um, we started getting things in Fortnite Creative to actually make like some actual maps. Fortnite Creative early on was really, really barbaric, I guess, or very archaic. Like there wasn't many things. You couldn't really signal devices like early on Zone Wars. And I don't know if you guys played Turtle Wars or, you know, all, all, all these um, original games. You actually, um, Storm was not a device in there. We had to make our own right. Storm with a sequencer and this sequencer was in the game because there was music blocks in the game so you can make music but they added damage to these sequencers and those sequencers you would set up walls and and i mean you got really advanced like we would have multiple walls so it would tick you for like five ten you know or, or then the last one would eliminate you so that was our storms we would make these crazy zone wars games and things like that that's that's kind of like how um you know Fortnite creative evolved over time. That's, this is how like bad it was in the day. So, but, uh, uh, I mean, I want to, I want to kind of take, I want, I want to take that for a second. Um, yeah. Fortnite creative was so barbaric, like you said, literally. Yeah. Uh, you you had to think so far outside the box. However, you kind of accidentally, I guess, position yourself right into the meta, right? Or what would be the meta of creative and all that good stuff. So would you say that understanding the foundation and almost like the, the basics of these devices and of these tools allowed you to be successful as this became more and more complicated, but also more accessible? Um, because the, because it, it very much is like uh, an option, even today, if you want to kind of build in the old school way or yeah. the new school way, right? Like in the Unreal Engine or with just the device um, interactions. So... Would you say that gave you an advantage kind of like teeing up for today's uh, oh. transition in? T totally, totally. So, I mean, being from the start, I got to see every device, everything that's implemented into the game. Um, so it was easily easy for me to digest because I'm not trying to learn what's 
are everything that's in the game and then everything new. I'm just learning it as we go. Um, but totally. So understanding, um, you know, devices or um, things in the game is a huge leg up. And in, in even today, and we're seeing that today in, in Verse um, and UEFN. So just like you said, so you can create in Fortnite Creative 1.0. Still, that's still there. And you don't need to, a separate program you can create right in Fortnite. But now there is UEFN Unreal Editor Fortnite out there, which gives us a lot more customized options and a lot more things we can do in the game. And what's what really sets you know a, a good programmer, a good um, you know Fortnite creator is they kind of already know their whole tool set. So when Fortnite Creative adds something new, they're they're already ready, um, and so they they already have a map ready that they can implement this new feature. And boom, you know. So, there's certain things just like this last update. Um, they actually added some verse API, some things we can add like cosmetics over players. They're not actual real cosmetics. It's just you can put like things over someone's face and look like they have a helmet or, or shoes. So people that are really into verse, even though that wasn't really documented, that that was added to be like that, they could figure it out. And immediately those people have a leg up and their maps have these really cool features that no one else has. Well, I, so, I, I want to point out, Monster, the, looking at, because I think this is where, I think your journey is really cool. And as you've been talking, I've, I've been looking through your YouTube channel. And I appreciate that some of it's still up because, I mean, all of it's still up. It's such a journey. And I think sometimes we just, I know so many people that have given up on things because they don't realize how long it takes for breakthrough. And there's like a saying, I can't remember who said it, but basically just like, you know, someone asked like a great person, like, Hey, how did you rise up amongst your peers? And, and the person was like, I'm just the only one I know that didn't quit. Like, I don't even, yeah. I was just like, I wasn't the best. I wasn't the, and bro, I'm watching you. So eight years ago, that first video, 2000. But then after that, bro, you're hitting like 50, you know, like a hundred for a long time, man. You're not really averaging that. And then you start to see the journey. And then even when you started dabbling with Fortnite, you see some World War II videos. So you weren't ready to go full Fortnite. You were like, nah, no. I still got to hold on to Call of Duty. And then it's just like you said it, man, that first map video, boom, 143, you know, 143,000. And then, and then that advanced map you're talking about, that, that, that uh, is a million views. Is that your first like million view video? Yeah, I'd love, I'd love let me, let me fit, get to that part of that story. It's, and so... You know, I got one one v ones is really got popular, right? And that's what I want to bring up with with tilted. So, I started noticing we could do, um, you know, I, I started making one v one videos, but I always because I played these games, there was lots of time consuming things in these games, like you have to go forage and find wood, and or you know, you'd have to break your builds, get ammo, reload, all these things that take time, and. I just wanted to make it easier on players. So there it is. Yes. So <laughs> this is this is what I did. And, and and basically Fortnite Creative came out with this device called the trigger. And I have a, a 3D model of this because this nice. this right here is <laughs> the reason fire. I I'm probably talking to you right now is this device because and so this device is a trigger device. And at the time, so this, a trigger device, they added to Fortnite Creative and they allowed eight channels, so eight connections to the device. And a tr trigger device is all it is, is just allows you to, if you touch it, it'll signal to a light to turn on. You know, that's the easiest way to think of it. Um, but we got this device and we got barriers. And, and, and barriers are barriers. They're just little, 
we could resize them. And a lot of 1v1s you see now that in the center are bears. I actually invented that. Um, invented that's hilarious to say now. But at this time, we didn't have a lot of things oh, to come make. On, so King, a lot, let's go. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> pioneers. Pioneer. Pioneer. Yes. The 1v1 space. I totally pioneered a lot, a lot of this stuff. So I, um, what I did was I actually put, they came out with these trigger devices and this is how I made the most advanced 1v1 and why it's so popular because um, nothing was like this at the time. So I actually created with these triggers, you a three second countdown with some sound, like sounds. I told you about the music thing notes, like mm. it would play the beep, beep, beep. It would drop a barrier and then players would run. Uh, just like any 1v1 if you played now. So that was the first map to ever have that in it. But I also figured out that we have sentries and they you could attach them with rockets. And so below where the, the ramps are, I know I'm using my hands, you know, but like below where you would build out to your ramps, I used the indestructible gallery and, and I put two bots under there. And there was a... Um, like a little sign I put on to break the builds and you would hit it, which was like a trigger was basically there. It would signal for the bots to turn on. It would fire a rocket at me where I'm standing, but it would blow up all the builds. So it was the first build reset in Fortnite mm. creative. So that map was the most advanced one V one. And I, that was the, you know, that map blew up. We didn't have a lot of analytics at back then. So I don't actually know how many plays I got on that map, but the video did over a million views and i remember flying home and looking at the views on, on that video and i started crying oh, I was like, my, oh gosh. my god i did it like i like that i that was my dream i'm for years i've dreamed of this moment like and I'm like oh this is crazy and, and i didn't realize actually but that was like a turning moment in everything was that video and it put me on the map in fortnite creative and then since i've you know i've, I've done I've made over 100 maps, you know, and, and at some capacity. And just for frame of reference, that was four, four years from your first video. It was four years. And there was when you That's go crazy. through the timeline, you had been posting Fortnite videos for two, roughly two years before that map was made. And it just makes me think of how many people give up long before they know whether or not they could have made it. So props to you, bro. I'm like inspired. I'm pumped <laughs> hearing you and looking at your YouTube. I'm ready to go make something, bro. Yeah, that no, that that's a that's a an amazing journey, honestly. And and like you said, you, there's a reason your name is on that trigger, right? You definitely uh, innovated, and you innovated when it was difficult. You innovated when you really had to. Um. So yeah, that that's a that's a wonderful story. What would you say? At, at what point did you decide like you could do this full time? Because you didn't you didn't quite tell us yet. You had a yeah. full time job. You were in Alaska. Um. Art. It doesn't look like you're in Alaska right now, if I had no. to guess. No. So talk to me about that. Was it like after the million view video, you're like, dude, I could do this full time. Um, at what at what at what point was it the turning point where you felt like you had a foundation strong enough to commit to? Yeah, so it definitely was still a, a few years after that, that initial video where, like I said, so I, I, I had a very good job benefits health insurance, I, I actually thought I would retire there. I never right. thought I'd, I would leave. Um, but my, so my social media started taking off um, immature um, brand, but it also started, not only that, my personal map started taking off. So I was starting to make some decent money. It wasn't enough money to replace my income. I, I, like I said, I had a really good job, but it was, it was substantial. Um, I also at this time was, so 
I'm, you know, people who know me, I'm, I'm, I'm actually like, was a, I, I don't say this. I don't, it's a very, like, I was a top programmer in Fortnite creative one, like not you, not verse anymore. There's a lot of people are way smarter than me on that. I, I have a different job now. I don't have time, but I was a top programmer. There wasn't a lot of people like me that could make anything out, out of our devices. So Epic reached out to me. Um, I, you know, I was making maps. So again, I know you wanted me to tell you what maps I've made and see, I haven't really told you, but like, I like legends landing is one of the maps that my company catalyst made. Um, so we, we made legends landing, um, the all-star maps. I made all those, my company, we made all those type of maps. Um, infinite zone wars, uh, crank simulator. A lot of pros use that to warm up. I created that. I was the first build free build map, by the way. So those are the kind of the maps, um, I was making at the time. So I started my own business also. So I started my own creative business. And, and it was funny how this started because I was doing some of these side projects for Epic, but it was just under my name. I never even thought like a business and that, that this was never my idea. But Epic was like, hey, like we have this brand, Puma. They need a map like new. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> of course I can. Um, which was uh, with Neymar Jr., by the way. So I'm so glad I, I said yes to this. Um, and I, at that, that was at the time where I was like, oh, I should, this is like, maybe I should start up a business. You know, I, and again, I had zero idea of how to start a business. I didn't know any, how to do it, anything like that. Um, but I, I just did it. I just figured it out, bootstrapped it. And, um, you know, uh, because of, you know, my social media presence, I know a lot of Fortnite creators in this space and friends with all these guys. And I'm like, hey, man, you want to just, you know, I, I started like a different business model as well in this. And I, no one's really doing that still is I would hire. Um, I didn't have a team. I would just whatever the project was, I would go and find the creators that would fit well for that project and bring them on. And I would literally split 50, 50 or one thirds of the profits. We'd split it. We all, all these guys that have their own teams. So most of these own their own teams. And we would just, because they could make a big, they don't know, no cut. We just do it, make dope, dope maps and, and and on our way so um started doing my maps um and the business took off and then uh i said i was making pretty good money and that's when i left my job i decided um it was very hard um and i have you know it it, it was really tough to make it but it was one of those decisions where i was like if i don't take this chance right now i will regret this for the rest of my life regardless find, of what happens i find but, it interesting that because for for a lot they would have made that decision at a million views in the video. If I don't take this chance, if I don't take this opportunity to be a full-time creator, then, you know, I'm never going to have that chance. However, you stuck through and literally grinded to what I would call is the, the next tier. You translated or transitioned out of just content creation and kind of broke into the, you know, creator company driven ecosystem, which I think is arguably, um, even better right as yeah. i'm sure you probably experienced it can be pretty lucrative right now owning your own business and, and kind of being in charge of uh your own margins and and your your time and your experience um so you if if we were looking at today was like was that you would say like in the last year you went full-time with this in the last two years so yeah so so fast forward or so first off like this decision too i have a family so i have two kids and a wife my son was one and my daughter was three when I had to make this decision. So again, a lot of, I had a lot of things I had to decide, but, um, what happened was that this was about th two years ago, Okay, two years ago, I did this. And then, um, 
I ran my business and Catalyst, which I still have the the, the sticker. Um, but I actually ran my uh, business for about a, a year and a half, and then I got approached by um, the biggest Roblox developing company called GameFam. Um, they're massive on Roblox, on some of the top top games in the metaverse, but mm-hmm. also oh, like top games on Roblox. Um, and they were looking to come over to um, Fortnite, and so um, the CEO. T- I talked to the CEO and. and um, we were just five. He's a really good dude. And he had a lot of um cool knowledge and experience in this space. And um, you know, I I have a really good knowledge of Fortnite in that space as well. Um, I knew UEFN was coming and uh, um all these teams are jockeying and I saw all this stuff and I was like, I I I thought it was a, a smart time to make a different move. And so I ended up um selling my business. I actually they were acquired wow. by uh by GameFam and now uh, it was it was Aqua Hire, so I'm actually the head of Fortnite at GameFam now. So that's like in those few years, this is kind of like how how it's progressed. And so yeah, now I'm that, that's kind of what what I'm doing now. Holy crap! So first of all, congratulations. That's yeah. a massive achievement to uh, to reach there, jumping into um, essentially like you said, parting ways with with your your baby, your project. However, you, you are still around though. You, you are still very much in charge of your own division. Um, let's, let's jump into that. I, w- I would like to kind of peel, peel that back a little bit. Uh, yeah. What would you say if you could look back now, potentially, um, do you, do you regret it? Do you, are, do you, are you happy you made the decision to sell your company essentially and take up the role that you have today? Yeah, I, I'm definitely happy with the with the decision. At the time, I was I was unsure. There were so many different unknowns. Yeah. Um, from today, I'm definitely happy that I, I I did it. Um, obviously, there's always Monday quarterback. You'll wonder what if this or what right. if that. Um, but you know, I learned a lot, and I'm learning way more now. Um, if that makes sense, like in in there's you know enough that you don't know. So mm-hmm. it's it's been a really cool um to jump into like main stage like high stakes of this you know not just like a not not necessarily like i was a mom and pop shop but like i was you know now we're big time you know i'm I'm talking to some of the biggest brands in the world um daily so it's just it's opportunities i may have may or may not have have gotten but um i I do not regret the decision It's, it's been really fun and it's a different challenge what i'm in now instead of you know, I was running my business. I was also the main programmer as well in all my stuff. So, you know, this has changed a lot where I'm I'm actually running, you know, not only multiple teams, but social media. I mean, everything that goes into this, uh, partnerships, um, proposal. I mean, there's there's so many. I'm 12 hours a day. I'm busy. <laughs> so yeah. it's just a different busy. I have a question of just so hearing your story. There's so many moments of decision and risk. And I would love to just hear your internal process on how you measure risk versus reward and ROI, return on investment. Because a lot of times, you know, had you made some of the wrong decisions, we probably wouldn't be, we might not be here talking, you know, and just how, and you've, you've seemed like you've been able to, or, or are there moments where you made the wrong decision, but you grinded it out anyway? How, how do you measure that, that risk factor when you know, um, maybe it's time for the plunge? I think you know, that's a, that's a good question. That's, that might be different for some people. You know, I think, I think some people, 
Oh, that, that's tough because some people are a little, have that too much where they're just like, like they see that million views, like you were saying, and they're just a monster. And then they're like, okay, I quit. I quit my job and boom. And, <laughs> and, and because I know for the past few years that like YouTube, you don't make that much money. <laughs> like, like even, even off of a million like views, you're making a few thousand dollars. And then, and, and granted, that is a lot of money to some people. Uh, like this, it's a lot of money for sure but like to quit your job and that's doing full-time then that's like you're lucky if you do that again like you don't unless you're you understand like i like now i understand why that video got popular i messed up big time on how to capitalize on that. i should have had similar content ready going afterwards i should have i should have doubled down on a few i don't know you do monday quarter quarterback but you learn i learned a lot from that video but it also yeah uh, I'm you can't I am glad I was very resilient and not making that move but to answer your question it's it's just like it's a it's a feeling like I dabbled in so many different things so I could I, I could fall back on content if I need to I could fall back on my own maps if I needed to I could go work for somebody else in maps if I needed to so I made sure I had all these different backup plans to make that decision I also was making a good a good amount of money from Fortnite Creative so I could have a nest egg save. So, you know, there was a lot of things that allowed me to make those decisions. If I didn't have a family, and I made that million view video, I probably would have I probably would have quit. <laughs> you know, but yeah, hopefully I answered it. It's no, tough because I don't smart. want people to quit. What, what I, mean, I like, hear, yeah. what I hear, Monster, and I, I'd be interested to hear your take. What I hear is how much uh industry awareness allows you to make informed decisions and a lot of times or even just the maturity of knowing hey four thousand dollars is not that much you know and or understanding hey youtube you know because i think off spec if someone heard oh what what would you do if you had a million view video they're thinking bro i'm making 25k off that and yeah. they're thinking 25k means i can go get in a, an apartment in new york sometimes we get ahead of ourselves and so i feel yeah. like your wisdom um of understanding the industry really helped you make just really informed decisions. Yeah, uh, I mean to to tie into that, John, I I made the wrong decisions, you know. In retrospect, looking back, uh, I was very naive. I, I in fact was the guy that was like, I have two hundred and fifty subs on Twitch. Well, if I just <laughs> double my time in, I'm gonna have five hundred at the end of this, right? It's it's simple math. Um, that is not the case. However, I was lucky enough to uh, convert at at a, a very respectable rate to do this full time. Um, and I, I honestly, I respect your decision and I respect the fact that you have patience. I think this is something that uh, I'm kind of recognizing from you, just like um, from a, like maybe a personality trait perspective and you could, you maybe correct me or um, no. let me know where, where you feel about this, but it sounds like, yeah, you're someone who is, is willing to work for the reward and not necessarily chase instant gratification and i think that is something that is um pivotal although you myself john and i think every gamer listening to this likely has very much um addictive personality tendencies yeah. obviously we love video games we get fixated and you kind of get into a project however there is a difference when you are able to or be willing to work for the reward right or and have that have a certain level of patience um it, you know before before that comes so i'm interested to hear your thoughts is that is that something you think as a trait that you have or is it like did things just so happen to line fast enough for you or you're like okay i didn't have to wait long 
and successes came naturally. Yeah, that, that's, that's actually a perfect way to put it. I, I think I learned through all this process that, how, like, I don't think people understand how much time and effort it takes to be good at something. Um, and we all think we put in a week, a month, a year of hard work into something and, and we don't see any payoff. And, and that, that necessarily isn't true because you've learned all these skills that are, are setting you up for later in life, but you just aren't there yet. And, and so if you, like you said, oh, this whole, I think the, like the whole thing of this show is like, just don't quit. Um, but I learned how, like, I learned that I, I could put in the work to be great at something. And that's what Fortnite creative gave me is I never realized, you know, I, I played high level sports. I was good at this or that. And I think I thought I was, you know, good at this game or whatever. <laughs> um, but I was, you know, hindsight, you know, whatever, probably mid here and there, but in Fortnite creative, I was addicted. Like I, every day I was putting 10 hours in, and I'm not, you know, and I'm not that, that grind mentality. I'm not trying to push that on anybody. I'm just telling you how I got here. I like my kid was born the next day. I'm online making content in Fortnite creative. Uh, and, and I mean that, and, and I love my kid. I love like, and I, I feel bad sometimes about that, <laughs> but, but I, but I, that's just where my mind was. Like I, you weren't going to outwork me. No one was going to outwork me at like my hours on Fortnite in the creative. There was probably, I, I, I would bet at that time there's maybe there wouldn't be five people more than mine. Well, I think, I, I think that I, I think the interesting thing about the grind mindset is of course there are downsides to it, but you, 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 your grind was creating a better world for your son, you know, and I have to, even now, you know, it's busy season for me. I'm like traveling to 10 States in the next two and a half months and on planes. And, you know, we're, we're building a lot for prac. It's really exciting. And, and it's just grind time. And it's easy to feel the guilt of like, yo, am I a bad dad? And my wife and I talk yeah. often and, and, and even one of my, one of my good friends and mentors, Bruce, is just like, no, this is you're building the life in the world. Now, granted, if every month is grind time, if every day is that, that's probably too much, but man, I think I think there's you gotta have those seasons where you just go ham. Otherwise, how do you ever develop skills? Monster, you had to have gone through seasons like that. Um, I mean, it's a daily struggle over here. Uh, <laughs> as someone who is like CEO of probably three companies right now, um, <laughs> yeah, I I have a I have an issue. I like to um I like to work. Uh, I I am very much addicted to the processes though. Um, I enjoy the process of. Not only learning, because that is uh, very much a part of it, picking up a new business or a new opportunity, there's learnings behind it, right? And putting in the effort to kind of crack the, the, the problem that's put in front of you, getting to a solution equally is like a, a hit of dopamine. Um, for example, I just launched a coffee company. And before the podcast, Matt, you were asking about like, dude, how do you, like, how do you even do that? Like, who comes up with that idea? Exactly, right? There's... There's so much in that. How did I learn this? How do how how do you do it? That was an entire journey in its own, and every step of the way was a learning opportunity, a learning experience. Right now, I can confidently take these skills of you know um, distribution, tangible items, and printing, shipping labels, and I understand the back end of of all these new operating systems. I just didn't have the skill set before. However, jumping into the fire, jumping into the moment, and and trying to learn how to build. 
yeah, I've definitely definitely picked some up. Uh, John, you had you had some pretty interesting questions though uh, to to gear towards immature gamers. As we start uh, leading out the tail end of the podcast, we yeah. have we want to hit a couple quick fire ones. Yeah, here. Matt, thank you so much for being with us. This has been so great, and of course, everyone, if you made it this far, drop a like on this video, comment, and make sure to go check out um, immature and all his stuff. We'll link to everything and, and we'll plug it again at the show. But thank you so much, Matt. I, I'm no like no lie, I'm. I feel like I'm enriched from just hearing your story. Like I have like, I have like fire in my veins and oh, hearing okay. you talk. I, I, I know that greatness doesn't happen by accident. And I know that greatness is, is oftentimes a product of the people and voices we surround ourselves with. So I'd love to hear like, who are the people that you look up to that inspire you, whether from a distance or up close, whether in gaming or not, whether uh, famous and influential or, or not, who are some of the key people um, that you look to, you go, man, that person has helped shape my voice or shape my edge or re really push me. Maybe as a coach, maybe as a fellow creator. Yeah, that that's interesting. I mean, there, there's a, a huge list. I mean, starting from my, my parents, my family, obviously, right. They're, they're, they're number one. They, they've, they've, you know, my, my name's Matt. My mom would call me matter because you matter. Like that's <laughs> like from early on, like, yo, Dude, bars. <laughs> like, no, look, I, I grew up very poor too. I, I grew up in a single wide trailer. So like I I have like their um what they've instilled in me and, and just, you know, I, I didn't know any better. And they they made me feel like I'd be an NBA player. And I that's what I wanted to be, but you know, that didn't work out. <laughs> but um so there for sure my family um i'm gonna have to say inspiration like we've already said like my wife and kids for sure too like that they're a huge inspiration for me and 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 uh i i i want to be a good example for them so instead of me talking saying i want i want them to know my work ethic or or my morals and values from example so you know that that's what uh they're they're definitely it and then you know creators um i can't this is going to kind of hurt to say, cause some of these are like my close friends and we are always like, you know, jabbing each other. So I don't, I want to give too much credit, but there's some guys in, in the Fortnite creative space early on that we were all just pushing each other and that we were doing crazy stuff. So the first one's Enigma. Um, mm. You probably know downhill zone wars. Um, uh, um, he, he created that. He, he actually created zone wars, basically Enigma. He, he was a huge um, pioneer of that. So just, just and we hated each other early on we're actually pretty good friends now but we were battling so hit hit uh, me having that kind of you know i want to be better than you or the competition just, that comp exactly and and he's the same way um that was huge and then later on we became really good friends and we even worked together on a lot of projects and um i'm really thankful for him but he was definitely somebody that actually um inspired me um to be better and, 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 and do better. I love that. I, I made, made better by competition. You know, that, that, that's amazing. For sure. And, and I want to, I want to kind of jump into, again, I want to leave the, the audience with a, as many, you know, um, nuggets to walk away with from here. So if you could, if you could speak back to yourself, uh, and, and really talk to the young, immature gamer, um, what, what kind of lessons, what, what kind of nuggets of wisdom maybe you would leave with a creator or someone, maybe even from the entrepreneurial side, someone who's a builder, uh, what, what would you leave with them? Um, I mean, one, just start, stop listening to those 
if anyone or any of those voices in your head that's telling you negative things, just stop. Just keep pushing, keep trying. Um, just try to be a little better every time. Um, I, I think that's what I would tell, tell myself. I also um, would tell myself too, I think like I was really, um, I had a lot of angst, dude. I, I thought the world owed me a lot of things some, sometimes. And I thought my maps were always better than this person, or this is why this person's map is, you know, better, you know, or mine's better than this or this and that. And I had that attitude early on. Um, and it hurt. I think it actually hurt some of my growth. Um, and I, I really wish that I, I would have gotten more in the mindset of, look, I control my destiny. No one else does. Regardless, the bad, you're going to have bad luck. Some of that stuff I said is probably true. Maybe my map was better or this or that. It just wasn't the, the right time or for whatever reason, it wasn't it. And that's okay. Um, but learn from it and just keep going, keep grinding because you just keep going. If like, you're not stopping, um, and you keeping that positive attitude and mindset, it's contagious. And you're going to like start attracting other people with those, that mindset. And those are the people you want to get with. You don't want those friends that want you to do good, but just not as good as them. There's a lot of those people out there. You got to be careful. So you want to find people that want to grow with you, stick with you, and, and regardless of how you're doing, um, and, and just continue to improve and be better. Um, I wish I would have done that a little early on. <laughs> and you know what? You know what? Some people don't ever grow out of what, what I'm hearing is the victim mentality. Some people yeah. never grow out of it. So I think you actually need to give yourself a pat on the back that you were able to recognize that at some point or another in your career. And like you said, just, you know, kind of block out the noise, forget about what everyone else is doing and really uh, look, look inside of yourself and focus in on your skill sets and, and be the best there. Uh, because that's that's something that actually we, we've never really hit on here, John, but that is absolutely a blocker in uh it could be a, a, the, one of the biggest deterrences in your career, having that type of outlook, making, you know, you feel like you're old or you're being overly entitled when a lot of the times, more often than not, you're not working as hard as the other person. Or yes, there is luck involved. And uh, some people are not willing to admit that, but it is absolutely true. Right time, right place, you know, uh, everything, everything does matter. So uh, that's that's definitely a wonderful point. Yeah, I mean, I, I love what you said about, and even like the fact that you're inspired by your competition, I think too many people want to be successful, but don't allow themselves to be around people that will push them to that. And a lot of times we surround ourselves with easy friends. And I would even say like, bro, like y'all see monster on the podcast. Y'all got to see monster in a meeting dog. He's a gunner, bro. Like there've been times and this I'm is a just, little mean, I, but I see, but mean, <laughs> mean is how the weak part of me takes it. Mm. Like, and, it, and, and instead, like, I can think of moments where, like, you've said something that's challenged me and, and I make the decision in my head, right? Like, now we're further in, our, in our, our relationship where now there's more enmeshment and, right, it's, like, less, like, oh, there could be a split happen. But, bro, early on, there'd be some things where I'm, like, I could have, like, done other things, but I want to be around people that are better than me. I want to be around people that push me to be better. Bro, one time, Monster looked at me and, and just said, this is IRL. He said, why are you so bad at content? He lo just looked at me, bro. He literally, that's a, that's a quote, bro. But, but like, you have to know, I would rather be around someone who comes off like that so I can be the best for myself than go surround myself with a bunch of loser friends who don't push me to be great. 
and I want to I want to defend myself a little bit here, just so people don't think like I'm I'm like actually uh, an asshole. Like in, no, that was like, like a one I, extreme example. No, but no, but I want to I want to preface it to say like I, I I would like to be as straight as possible, um, honest as possible too, because I think I would be doing you a disservice if I led you astray by allowing you to think that that horse trash twitter clip that you was pumping out at the time maybe on prac server's channel and i'm like that's not the bar the bar is here let's get to here and if you want to be complacent you could be complacent somewhere else but here around me if you're in my circle uh, you're gonna be where i'm at or better like you said and yep. i'm gonna help you get there and i'm gonna give you the knowledge and i'm gonna and i'm gonna teach you the learnings because you know sometimes people don't know that the way you structure a sentence or the way you structure a tweet like that stuff to, to the blind eye doesn't mean anything. However, to someone who's been building you know, a Twitter following for a long time or dropping YouTube SEO, how you target, how you thumb, right? Like it all matters. And um, those little nuances, those little uh, moments of uh, experience, I guess, that I've picked up over the years. That's where that's where I share. So sorry if I hurt your feelings. John. No, you, but, but uh, that's the however, point. I'm here to push you. No, okay? that's the and that's the point. And Matt, it, what that mo what, what that type, like specifically with content, when you start about your journey, you're like, when I first started, I was making stuff I like. And I think that's one of the yeah. biggest things that monster help even just personally teach me. But but bro, like, again, I would rather be around somebody who who is a jerk sometimes, but I know their heart and I know they're driven. And yeah. Because I want to be great, and I want to be great. And I think if someone's listening, I wonder, what, I wonder if you guys would agree with this. I think if somebody's listening and they feel stuck or they feel like they can never like, quite make the momentum, I wonder if they need to check the circle that they're around and the voices they allow into their head. Would, would y'all agree that that might be one oh, of the things? 100, 100. You, your circle is everything. You don't even realize because, and, and, and even if you're close friends, and look, I have a lot, like, I have some best friends, right? And I love them. They're some of them are really successful and they're great, but they're, you know, one of these guys is in real estate. That is, I don't need like I'm in a different type of business. He doesn't understand my game. So I want to be around people that, you know, I can learn and teach or teach from and we can talk to. I don't know. I I got rid of a lot of not got rid of, but just like my close circle changes. Um, and you might have to get rid of rid not rid of, but you just might not be able to be as close or not put as much time into those friendships. You need to look around your circle. And if anybody, you know, it, it, we all know the people that hung around the bad people in school and kind of what happened, right? Like it, it, your parents tell you this stuff all the time and you're like, whatever, dad. But like, there is a lot of truth to that. Um, and being around the right people in the right circle can really help help, but it's hard. That's also and hard to find. And I was just going to get there. Sometimes someone might be listening and saying, well, you say go be around this circle or go um, change things up. How do I get there? Well, I, I want to leave everyone with this is, uh, yeah, sometimes isolation is going to help you just focus in, build. And, and like we said before, I think a, a good thing to take away is, is work on your craft, work on what you're passionate about. I promise you, if you were to take some of that effort, step away and and just go into full on build mode full on you know chase chase that one thing and then try to be good at that thing you're you're going to attract um other like-minded individuals uh maybe new new fans uh folks that want to help you in those spaces that have those interests now uh it'll it'll kind of naturally open up those new doors those new opportunities and you won't ever be able to get to those 
conversations or you know those those new friendship opportunities if you don't go out and try to build something so uh even even for example this podcast i put this out publicly and immature is one of the few people that jumped in i was like dude like I, I would i would like to be a part of it right so that like this is a part of like putting yourself out there and and yeah. putting yourself into different rooms that maybe make you uncomfortable maybe it's something different so uh yeah thank you so very much uh, for joining us matt i want to yeah. i want to give this moment and this opportunity to you to shout out any any projects you're working on anything that you have coming up or yeah just whatever the floor is yours bro yeah no thanks man so yeah if you immature immature gamer on all socials if you want to find me um and i post it's all fortnite creative stuff is what i post so if that's what you're interested follow me if you're not don't follow me <laughs> it's, it's bad dude it's bad <laughs> so you learn this stuff um and projects like ah i i i feel so lame right now but i i actually now i'm i'm the head of fortnite game fam so i all of our projects are are i can't talk about okay <laughs> unfortunately but like i have some like this week we're actually launching a really cool map um um don't so don't, don't break no I, ndas brother i no. can't bro i can't i know you're making it feel feel bad i feel it feels bad well, I well think follow, follow immature guys to keep up with all the updates all the cool stuff what you got for us john well i was gonna say i think i think you know in a in a in a month or so a few weeks maybe a couple months we got to have you back and and specifically we didn't even get to touch on unreal and and creative and just like how, how just the viability for brands companies business you know something that we're very passionate about as a company so well, i definitely have to have you back on um, because I, we, we barely even scratched the surface with how much there actually is for people to build their lives on with, with Fortnite creative now. Yeah. This is just a fraction of the story that got immature to the table. Now he is at the table and he hasn't even shared all of his learnings in the process. Um, with that being said, John, I want to give you the mic as well. Let all the folks at home know where they can find you. What are you up to? All that good stuff. Yeah, John John W. Key Rush uh, on on Twitter as always, and uh, really we're just excited about a, a new year for Practice Server. We're expanding, um, really just deepening act activations that were one offs that we're trying to make just a normal part of what we do. Working with a lot of schools, um, working in the nonprofit sector, and of course pumping out some amazing um, uh, productions, building discords, and so make sure to follow me on there um, and um, and and say hello. Tell tell us yeah. on this podcast how we can be do. Uh, doing better i say all of our video listeners too like let us know what you liked about the video part um let us know how you thought about this format of having a guest on but talk to talk to y'all on there that's right send all your complaints to me at the fortnite podcast at gmail.com or at monster d face across all social handles as always we are always up to something new by the time you hear this episode we would have likely closed sales at cafecoyaso.com. So thank you guys for all your continued support, subscriptions being around, and, and just all the new stuff that we innovated and launched at the platform. We appreciate you guys at home for uh, helping us get to where we are. But with that being said, we'll catch you guys until next time. Don't forget that practice makes perfect. Peace, fam.